Shablaus from Castro tonight, but alas, me and Alaska holding it down. The great rap duo once again from the group Cargo Colts, the Wrecking Crew adjacent, the Capadonna of the Wrecking Crew, Alaska's here with me, Zilaraka. Um, we got a really dope guest. This is a dude I've been a fan of since I would guess like, like, like the second wave, not right. I, I guess that you would classify it, you know what I mean? Like the we're not just going to post 80 songs a day. Now we're going to post like really chunky, dope features on mixtapes and artist interviews and retrospects. So we got Stan Ip because this, you know, this dude just got what's today up? the um the what's the name the Bandcamp best uh best album what is it the best album in a month oh uh, be- best uh, re- best releases of uh, January 21. Look at this dude, nice. man. Yeah, Look at that this was dude. that was a that was a great look. I'm I'm very proud to be in that on that short list. Well, welcome to the show. You're you're probably uh we I tell you what we we have great taste, Bandcamp has great taste, because all of us on the show have been on Artist of the Month at some point, and then I, I would say like at this point, Alaska, at least sixty to seventy one percent of our guests have hit that benchmark. Yeah, oh, that's nice. I feel like we're just feeder systems for each other. <laughs> Straight up, yeah, it's it's a it's a mutual exploitive relationship. <laughs> Where we can we can promote Bandcamp all the time because then they promote the shit out of us and then we can make money off that, which is really wonderful. And then uh, we have doper guests constantly. And uh, so so Stan Ipkiss is, I mean the album is crazy, bro. Like it's oh, I was, thank you. It's it's so much fun because it's um, I was trying to think of a way like how to describe it today. I was I was talking to somebody about it before we were texting about the show. Yeah, and I was I said like it reminds me of kind of like like what i wanted the mad skills album to be like many moons ago Interesting. so like yeah. take like the mad skills vibe right from, from um who's that or no from where that was the album from, from where, where from where like take where, that yeah. vibe that production vibe but yeah. then put it on a grown-up today oh, and that's, that's a nice compliment hey, no i appreciate that i think i'm from kind of that lineage Definitely. so that, that makes kind of that makes sense yeah it, like, just, it just gave me that vibe yeah, they're like mixtape, large professor, mad mm-hmm. skills, all that stuff. Like when when like Q Tip was doing the outside production, right? Like that lane too, like the non tribe era. I love that song on that album. It's what is it? Extra abstract, Extra abstract skills. skills. Yeah. yeah, it's a great track. It's funny. I don't, I don't know if you guys had it here. There was a while in Philly when our rap station, and this is way after they moved on from like the mad skills large pro era. But they would always do like radio promo ads and use the um the nod factor instrument on the background. Oh yeah. Right. Like that beat that beat lived on way survived. Era. Yeah. <laughs> like a million it's classic. Times. So funny. It's dope. So who who did the beats on your album? That's the thing I, I I'm trying to figure out. Um me. Oh, good. I need some I beats did, from you. Yes, I did I did a bunch of them. So there's a there's a couple songs that are um, all beatbox, and that's my friend Max Max Bent, mm. also known as Max B, not to be confused with the other Max B. Silver Surfer. Yeah, but he's just like one of the 
illest beatboxers on the planet. And um, I know him since my days when I went to University of Maryland. We met in the in the late '90s when we were both students down there. He's from down there, Fire. and um, yeah, he's he's just been a friend of mine. We've been performing and making music since we were kids, basically. And uh, we linked back up during the quarantine and we're doing some stuff. I, I had a couple ideas mm. for songs and I was like, Yo, do you think you could do like a beatbox version of this Grand Pooba loop? Mm. And, he and he just crushed it. And, um, and then so we just kept doing more and I, I put two of them on there. I bookended the album with those. Yeah, and, yeah, he's, um, yep, yep. yeah he, and he's, he's amazing. That's like the, the first, the title track. Or, yep. Dope, big if don't play that's like one of my favorite songs i've ever done in my life um so and then the other stuff it's a lot of just me grabbing loops like weird loops from different places mm. um i think other than other than one the one song with hard white who's my boy from white plains that was produced by this dude pre who who was actually his barber but i've never <laughs> i've never met him but that's i'm always like yo who did that beat that we did that song so i love that song like that beat is fire. He's like, yeah, that's my barber, and I'm like, oh, oh wow, that's amazing. Um, didn't um, didn't Ghostface's barber do uh, nutmeg? I think that's a true story. Yeah, I, I, I did hear that. Yeah, correct. You're probably, right? Shouts the barbers. Shouts yeah, the barbers, bro. I miss my barbers. Barbers, barbers got group, beats. The whole group Jiggy was barbers, right? No, Onyx was barbers Breaking too, right? Breaking the dough, kids too. Was Onyx Barbers or just shaving yeah, each yeah, other's heads? Barbers, yeah. <laughs> they were like a dance crew before they became like. The, I mean, about the like going to hell and sticking you up with a screwdriver. Yeah. That's yeah. a while. That's yeah, they had like dreads and they were like a crazy dance crew. That's funny. Yeah, I, ne I never been able to like program drums. I never figured out how to do that in my life. I'm not really like tech. Well, guess what? This is, this is the right era for you to thrive. Yeah. So no I just, I, about drums. I'm just looking for like the right loops. And, and if they have drums in them, that's, that's even better. So yeah, that's most the of the game. stuff is just me, me finding loops and, and messing with it. And I've just got a, a little better at just like polishing it up with added production value over the years. But, um, but yeah, most of that's just just me, just being quarantined and and like just getting the itch back to write and like mm. make songs, sneaking in the basement to record and and get it done. It's the best feeling, bro. The clock's yeah. ticking with these kids. But it was cool. I just kind of like <laughs> I just kind of like accumulated a few new ones and had a few that I'd been sitting on for a couple of years, and I was like, you know what? I, I like the flow of this. I got here's ten. We put it out just exclusively on Bandcamp and see yep. if the the Bandcamp community will embrace me and 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 luckily they have so today was a was a nice look for me I I got a bunch of a bunch of people listening to the music which was what I really wanted to happen and not Dope. just like yeah I've got you know a few of the singles and stuff are on Spotify but I wanted mm -hmm. to just put the album on Bandcamp um, so so yeah it's cool man I, I appreciate that you checked it out and Hell yeah and, and uh and for the love man because uh been dude, doing this a inning. long time bro ninth inning is a, that's my favorite joint dude oh that, thank you i love that ooh. one too yeah my fr <laughs> my friends my boys from from home they, they love that one too that one's yeah. banging you know that's yeah. the funny part too is um uh when when i was when i got wind of you years ago on not right and i was like yo like who's this dude talking about because i'm i i think what, what jumped out at me back then when you're writing was you were you would pick stuff like off the beaten path that you really had to know and dig for mm -hmm. 
and not right was you know the bible for years of the newest stuff out and the newest cats and the mixtapes but it was like stuff that i did, i wasn't sure that their their fans and their community would even know and you'd be pulling like all these like right. old like dj sns freestyles or like old yeah. case lay joints for features and like um what was that column you did it was like you would just like collect like random songs and share them oh um uh, uh 12 jewels 12 jewels yeah just the title alone off the the, the grave diggers joint i was like right yeah. right classic rizzo right there um you, you got me locked in with that one oh, and, i'm glad uh, i'm glad yeah. you guys are paying attention that, that's my favorite writing gig i ever had and i think it worked because me and sk were just kind of like the same age we're both from mm. westchester just kind of grew up on similar stuff had similar tastes and he just gave me the freedom to just go. So if I was like, you know, I want to do a, I want to interview mixtape DJs or I want to freaking have this dude Denmark, but you know, you know, obviously you have that great song with Denmark festival. Like I want to do a feature on Denmark Vesey's yes. album. Yeah, like what other, out, joint. what other outlet like in 2013 was going to be like, Oh yeah, sure. Go for it. You know? Yes. But meanwhile, he's like, he's the dopest. Um, so like there's just the freedom that I had and the ability to write about like the classic stuff that we all grew up on. And then mm -hmm. also like the new stuff that I loved, you know, all the, you know, doing rock Marciano features, yep. and all that type of stuff that, that now is like super popping. But back then it was kind of like on the little more on the cusp. Yep. So it was, it was good to just have that, that cosign from him to just go and, I just keep pushing so um yeah i, I miss that site a lot and Dude, then i could I think and then uh, i could post my own music i don't know <laughs> if there's ever been a rapper to post their own music or not right but but having yeah, that having that so. having the keys to the castle for that was was always love i appreciated Dude. that he let me do that which was great i think um I, re I remember specifically your feature on denmark for um cold classic yeah and that made me really become a big fan to this day like that piece wow. because i knew of him through um crown nation right because when i went to uh when i went to la i went to fat beats and this was like oh no this was like 2010 11 i was at fat beats in la before they closed down and uh and house shoes was behind the counter and I right. walked in, and I was like, oh shit, there's like DJ House shoes. And yeah. he was just playing random shit. And everything he was just playing in house, I was just like, buy. I'm like, what is that? He's like, oh, he was telling me I was just buy it. Uh, yeah. And then he had behind the counter, he had like the handmade CDRs of Crown Nation, Quelly, Denmark, yeah. their records. And back then, I was like, any Detroit rap, I was snatching it up, like Fat Cat, right. Elzai. I was all you know, Harmonic 313. I bought that. And uh, I was, he's like, oh, so he saw what I was buying. He's like, oh, you, you know, you're big on Detroit rap. I was like, yeah. And he said, well, you should check these cats. He was pointing to Crown Nation. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. But it looked, it looked like too shoddy. I was like, I, can't, I don't want to spend any money on these dudes yet. You know? Right, right, like, right, eh. right. And then uh, a couple years later, when when Quelly started doing beats for Danny Brown, the hybrid, then I was like, oh, I remember this dude's name. And so I started peeping his stuff and I saw Denmark all over it. And I was like, oh. So I was checking them and I was like, okay, these dudes are fire. Okay, cool. And then think about Denmark again until I saw your piece. I'm like, that's that dude that yeah. House Shoes was telling me about two years ago, three years ago. So it all came together. And now he's on my record, which and is that, which is great. I, lo <laughs> I love that. Denmark. I love that song. You know, I hit you up about that song. Yeah, hey, Lucky Break. Yeah, yeah we, we lucked down on that one. It's, it's, it's weird that that's the song. It's interesting, like when when you put and and, and I, I kind of want to hit you guys with this, and then we'll take a break and we'll start like the real theme when. 
you put out a record and you have an idea of like, this is going to be the shit. This is going to be the one everyone fucks with and different set of people pick like that's their anthem, but it's like for that crowd. Does that, right. does that make sense to you guys? Right. You know I mean? like, yeah. Yeah. So, like, so when we did midnight suns, I was like, okay, boom, millionaire grammar with nature. That's going to be the one. Cause that right. beat to me is the stupidest beat on the record. And so there was like people that love nature and love the beat, which was like mostly rappers fucked with millionaire grammar. And then when we, we were pushing it to satellite radio and DJs, none of them liked any shit except Lucky Break with Denmark and Prem. Even though most of them do is like PF Cutting and Premier played it, which is crazy. You know, they don't, those aren't names that to me that they would gravitate towards to be on those shows. Right. And then like the fans that have bought the vinyl and CD tape, they all fuck with Alaska Vigilante Breakfast with you and Castro. So like the consumers like one song, the DJs like another, the rappers like another. Yeah, that's right. It's very interesting. I heard Premier play that, by the way. Damn, did you? Dog. Yeah. Because I, 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 I don't know. I copped like Sirius over the summer, mm. and um, and I would just be listening because he he was playing my shit. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and I was going nuts. I was like, what happened? I had this crazy moment where Alchemist like and i i've interviewed alchemist but i don't know i'm not like friends with him or anything like that or like like he's like i'm a fan you know mm-hmm. um but like he's he's been cool he's shown me love in the past for stuff that you know we linked up on but he like texted me and was like yo is, is that you that record is hard talking about the big if don't play record and mm-hmm. then i'm like how did alchemist hear this so I ask him, I'm like, thank you. Like, how, how did you hear it? <laughs> and he's like, Primo played it for me. It's fire. And I was wow. like, what are you, t- what? I'm like having this moment of like trying to picture like Premiere playing Alchemist, my wow. song. And then like, and then um, Eclipse told me that he had played it on, on the show. Mm. And I was like, oh man, I got to listen. And then he just kept playing it. He played it like a bunch of weeks in a row. He played That's it, crazy. I guess he played it as the first song of the night one night and was just like cutting it up like crazy. And I was like texting my boy, Max, like, yo, this is like insane. We, we were just, we were just bugging. Like, this is like our idol, like the legend, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but but one night because i was just listening it would come on at the perfect time like right around dinner time when i would have music playing in the kitchen and like right, cleaning right. up and i heard him i heard him play your joint oh, wow. he, he played it right he yes eclipse did and then premiere did yep. yeah or eclipse Wait, which song did they play they played the one with denmark Vesey. yeah lucky break nice. denmark and prem yeah, yeah so yeah. premiere played it like in november i didn't even know till like three weeks ago and then when eclipse played it we found out like that week yeah oh, i might have even heard a clips play too but i was like i was happy because i i was already like into it and mm. i was like oh man they're playing this is dope fire um, yeah alaska what was your joints like what, what were like the hangar 18 joints that you were like oh people are gonna fuck with this and then it was something totally different um shit i don't know it was so long ago um it was probably like the one that people fuck with the most, the two songs people fuck with the most were the ones I never would have thought that they fucked with. It was like Sad and, um, Jesus, I can't remember the name of the song. It's, how bad is that? I gotta look up my own song. I'm so fucking old. <laughs> Wikipedia, uh, Hangar <laughs> Yeah, so it was, um, sorry, this is bad. What, off, off Sweep the Leg? 
Yeah, so sad off of sweep the leg, and All then right. um, the one that oh, really that's my shit. Was, uh, sad is my jam. You hate that yeah, song. I, I love that song. No, I, I've grown to like sad. Take no chances was the one that I didn't think anybody would like, mm. and that one was like that one always brought the house down every time we played it. I thought the Sadat X song was gonna blow up. Yes. And nobody like even gave that a second look. <laughs> oh, I, I don't I've never heard that. I I, I like Sadat X. So can you yeah, guys, was, so you guys got to send me a link to that? Yeah, I'll I'll send over a link. Um it's a song called Sadat X appears courtesy of. Yes. And yeah. That's a great title. <laughs> yeah. They did uh, nobody yeah. even like paid attention. We had him come out and play like at uh at Irving Plaza with us. Wow. And the fucking like Def Jix crowd was like, who the fuck is that? Yes. Wow. You, couldn't, like, oh, you couldn't be more anti-Jux than Sadat at that time. Yeah. I always thought he kind of crossed over to that to that like backpack lane. I mean, he was he on had, 199, he, but... I was going to say, yeah, yeah. Song, yeah. Could that raucous song with common. But we had like, you know, for our 50th episode, we had like raucous versus Def Jux. And in retrospect, there's no way any diehard Jux fans ever, like, no Jux fans was fucking with, like, Wild Cowboys, Sadat X albums. Right. You know what I, mean? I like, love that album, though. I love that shit. Well, I mean, a lot of Jux fans weren't even fucking with hip-hop, if we're being honest. <laughs> yeah, we, we've discussed this quite often. Yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> like, I don't yeah, like I mean, any rap shows, but I love you guys. Hmm. Yeah, I, I'm all about dystopian nightmare times, too, bro. I love it. <laughs> Yeah, shouts to L. Um, you know, his the Blade Runner dystopian Blade. Um, that's yeah. I, I like to listen to his podcast because his wife will fuck with him about that. She'll be like, Oh, you're so dystopian. You're so you're so sci-fi. <laughs> she always fucks with him. Shouts to that podcast. It's called uh the corn the what's it called? The Panducto Corncast, where he and his wife trade off watching movies because she's like 12 years younger than him so he makes her watch jaws for the first time she makes him watch like while you were sleeping or said the santa claus with tim allen and you hear like lp stone to shit be like why the fuck are we watching this tim allen bullshit that is funny (laughs) that's my favorite thing my my only goal is for him to come on that our show and then me to celebrate that podcast not company flow or fucking the cold vein. It's more about the podcast now it's with the wife. <laughs> I fuck with that podcast. Well, our cast, our podcast, I should say, this call out culture. You're tuning in. We got Stan Ipkiss here. We're about to talk best rap duets of all time. Uh, Curly Castro is on the IR. He's on the 15 day. Uh, what, what did Charlie Steiner used to say? He's day to day, but then again, aren't we all? So we'll, we'll take our first break and we'll come back and start hitting you with the list best rap duets of call out culture. Bang. Check it out, man. Zilla Rocker here. Newest remix project from yours truly, a collection of all my favorite remixes I've done for rap homies far and near. Anything I Touch, I Bruise, Volume 3, Creators and Swindlers, available now at $3pistol.com. Name your own price. You can give me $10, $50, I don't care. Whatever you want to do, it's up to you. Got joints on there from DJ Manipulator and Conway La Machina, the machine. Lush Life and Killer Mike, Griffin, Scorsese with Vic Spencer, Castro with Def C, Colossal, and Elusive. From exclusive joints, remixes from Cryptic One in Alaska, and Steel Tip Dove with Prem Rock. Unavailable anywhere else. And oh yeah, this joint is only on Bandcamp, meaning it's unavailable anywhere else either. So check it out. You could also grab the Ill Red Zilla Rock and Unisex hoodie. Or not, but you would look 89% flyer. This has been evaluated by scientists. I promise you. Check it out. Peace. We're back. Call culture. Stand up kids. Zilla Rock. Yeah. Alaska. Yeah. I didn't I didn't let you say anything earlier, my bad, bro. 
It's okay. It's, I'm still like recovering from this weekend. So yeah, you just you just you were just raging hard out there doing yeah, papers. Yeah. Just no, it wasn't schoolwork. It was work work. Work work like yeah, like I shoveling mean, and like raking leaves. No, just like um, like spreadsheets, like tons and tons of spreadsheets and oh, figuring man. shit out. Yeah, dude, spreadsheets are not are the opposite of hip. Two screens, the whole thing going. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I, I like Friday. I worked till like ten. Woke up at six. Worked till four in the morning. Gross. And then woke up at nine and worked till almost eight o'clock last night. You need. And then to today I was like, I'm gonna take off. I'm gonna take off. I'm not gonna do anything. And then I, I was working at seven o'clock. My wife was like, "What's wrong with you, dude? You, you gotta have dinner." Days like this is when you're like, I, I. It was better rapping in Des Moines, Iowa, for ten people on a Tuesday. No, it wasn't. <laughs> I was still tired then. I was way more drunk. And I was yeah, a lot broker. Yeah, but you weren't uh, the XL kingpin all of a sudden. Microsoft <laughs> XLs. <laughs> I know formulas, man. You, know, formula. you, you, do, you, do the, you fuck with the auto sum? You fuck with the auto sum. Oh, yeah, auto sum. Yeah, you fuck with the auto sum. Yeah. Shit. I, I, yo, I'm, v, I'm over here. I can like. saw that. <laughs> I'm over here. I can like, I don't fuck with I'll be a major part of my day is also on XL. Yeah. Only because um, my boss is terrified of technology. So um, my company spends like hundreds of thousands of dollars, all this new shit. My boss like, stick to the uh, spreadsheet for a second. Uh, yeah. You know, sure. Yeah. So I mean, this, this isn't even like, this wasn't even math. It's just like we're having um, PhD interviews for candidates. Right. So it's like a two week um, spread where it's like 50 students, 50 faculty, 197 spots per day to like be moved around and oh, shit like that so it's God. just like making sure there's no conflicts and everything lines up Dude. it's just real like tedious bullshit oh, yeah bro lp right now is cashing his marvel checks and his fucking yeah. Roman jules merch checks smoking weed yeah but he has pot. to watch tim allen movies he watches tim yo she made him watch the craft <laughs> she, wow which is tough and then he's like okay my turn watching the terminator yeah and he the whole time he's like see when i was a kid in the 70s and 80s this is what we had you had the fucking the craft, the craft. yeah just, i'm just cut from a different it's different in my generation i've been trying to get my daughter to watch the terminator i've been trying to like because she's really into friday the 13th and i've been trying to explain to her the very first one is essentially he's jason he's just from yes. the future he's like an unstoppable killing machine yes. until he meets the final girl Dude, when I when I got my my new TV, uh, it was twenty nineteen Christmas twenty nineteen. My my parents surprised us with like this banging TV, like yeah. a seventy inch whatever. Nice. And so when I got it, I was rewatching like old movies like that to see how they looked on like the four K. I don't. I'm not a TV mm-hmm. guy. I don't know ten eighty. I don't know what that shit is. But I was watching like Terminator, and I was like, this movie looks fucking amazing. Yeah. On this new TV. Um, there's like one scene where he he crashes the the, the, the trash truck and he gets uh-huh. out and it looks like fucking Clash of the Titans with like yeah. the, the stop bullshit the stop go bullshit animation, but um but yeah other than that it looks amazing and it aged actually pretty well in terms like suspense, but there yeah, it was um, well. it did and then we're about to go to the list but I would I just want to say something on Terminator there's this amazing line I'll never forget about um Joe Posnanski is my favorite sports baseball writer. He said um, he was talking about some athlete. It might have been like, or it was a baseball player. It might have been like Ty Cobb or fucking Pete Rose. It was one of them type of dudes that was like a relentless, maniacal uh, master of a specific craft in baseball. 
And he said to them, he described them saying, either it was Ty Cobb or Pete Rose, he said, he reminds me of the Terminator, you know, with like his determination to get hits or whatever. He was like, the Terminator wanted to kill you more than you wanted to stay alive. I was like, yeah, that's the dopest shit ever to say. Like, how mm-hmm. bad do you want to live? Prove it to me. How? Because I'm going to blow up a fucking police precinct. I'm going to kill your family. I'm going to follow you out of car. I'm going to come to a fucking latex factory, wherever the fuck you are with the machinery. I'll get you. It's never going to stop. Yeah. I will we, never we stop on, until I kill you. We were on tour one time with this dude. I don't want to mention his name. Um, but he started having bipolar episodes on the tour. Jesus. So he had to go home and then he came back and this dude was like, just like a Jersey muscle head, <laughs> like fucking, you know, muscles on the, out of his temples, like shit like that. Mm-hmm. And we used to just call him the term, like me and Wendy used to be like, who would win in a fight? Him or the Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> we decided that he would beat the Terminator. He's like the only person that could beat the Terminator. In a fist fight. His, right. He He's was, he was like, he was the type of dude that would like just, go into parking lots and pull giant dumpsters around to work out <laughs> in the middle of like his manic episodes. I was like, the fuck is up with this dude? That, that's, that's a far cry from like when, when we did a tour on the West coast and the, uh, the thing we heard that uh, Milo did when he was on tour, I think with hellfire when they were still cracking was every time you, you did a rest stop, like to get gas or cigarettes or something, you would have to do like X amount of pushups like on a mm-hmm. curb outside at a gas station trucking spot. So we were doing that too. Like, oh fuck that! You know, Milo's not gonna get more jacked than me on this tour. I'm gonna do fucking push-ups. Your man was out here pushing fucking waste management bids. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he he's like he came from like a family that owned chain of gyms in in Jersey. <laughs> Yo, is it the dude that refused to close a gym during COVID? That dude? No, no, I don't think it's that dude. <laughs> Atlas gym. Or whatever. He was he was going he was going off. On, on oh, the guy Christmas. with the beard that was like. Yes. Yeah, no, no, it's not that, that dude. dude. All right, it's not yeah. that dude. All right, shouts to him. Shouts to Atlas Jim, whatever the fuck they're called. <laughs> Super Spreaders. Super, Super Spreader Jim. First month free. Yeah. Fucking ventilator. Your third month. Half off. All right. But anyway, enough of the chit chat. So we got standing. We'll get to the house. We're going to talk about... This is actually Ip's idea. This is dope. This is a good one. We haven't had like a good, fun, easy rap list episode in a hot minute. So it was basically, what are your favorite or what are the best rap duets and the caveat was it had to be solo artists fucking with each other so it couldn't be like a group with a feature in it or two dudes linking up for a whole album together like you know red and meth or something for a whole album it had to be like this dude featuring this dude or this girl featuring this guy or whoever so that's what we got so i'll let uh i'll let it kick it off because this was his his ideas what's what's your first pick for your your fest your your favorite slash best rap duet what do you got uh, it's a it's a decent topic right um i just want to say like this is like a topic that's like been very near and dear to my heart forever i've made a thousand playlists and like burned cds of like <laughs> collections of rap duets oh shit uh, yeah I, so that like um the fact that you want to talk about it is great. So what's the rules? Where are we? I, if you said there were some parameters. I just want to yes. make sure. So we're, we're, so we're going to have we're three picks each. Pick, three picks yes. each. Okay. Right. And we're and talking. Then, now, I'm, I, I don't know. With three picks, it's it's hard to be yes. like a definitive top three. I might go with just like some favorites. Sure. Yeah, uh, I think that's. Yeah, let's do favorites. That. Yeah. Okay. Or just, just favorites. Because like, there's just too many good ones. Um, Correct. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna start with one that like 
this is a song that I put on like every playlist that I ever make, not just do it. It's just every play, every, anytime I'm like, I need a playlist of like old classics from the nineties that are going to put me in that zone and that mood that I want to be in. And like, this is the song that's going to define that mood. And I'm going to shape the rest of the playlist around that. Mm. And it's one plus one with uh, Nas and large professor. <sighs> wow. I don't know. There's cool. something, there's something about that song. It's like the beat kind of like the melancholy, like vibe of the rhymes. It's catching Nas at like a, just like a great time in his career. Like kind of like, I think it came out like post it was written. He's yes. still like crazy. Let's go down. The greatest lesson ever learned has yet to be taught. Niggas running out of court like what the fuck they thought. It made me sob up. My mans, I just can't picture being locked up. They used to be in Mad Fly, 850 I-Style, Cherokee. Letters read, Nas, they can never bury me. But through me, my nigga, you free. Truly repping QB. My life is like a movie. The credits at the end and the film plays again. The script is every rhyme I ever said off the gin. Bloodshot, Hennessy, eyes, infinity drives without a sound. Queensbound. Paulie got a call from War from 40. Yeah, and like Large Professor, like I guess it, it's on it's on the LP, right? Like the yep. his solo album that like kind of never came out. I remember mm-hmm. I initially first heard it on a clue tape yep. and I played it to death. And then it was one of those that like you had to kind of search for to find like a decent like 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 CD quality like mm-hmm. recording of it because it never came out like his album never came out forever yeah it came and, out like in like oh two or oh three something like yeah, that. yeah so maybe like like around like you know when when people started having like mp3s or like the early napster days or mm-hmm. something like that i finally came across like a really good quality of it on cd and that was like exciting for me but mm-hmm. i just I, I just always loved that song like large professor one of my favorite producer of all time easily had the honor of interviewing him a couple times and meeting him and sitting with him for hours talking with him about this song oh. specifically damn and i don't know it's just one of those like i like the way they bounce off each other it's pretty simple just like it kind of mm-hmm. la, 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 la 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 yeah the hook it's not like a yep. crazy like you know where they're bouncing back and forth off each other or anything mm-hmm. like super intricate like that but just one of those that it's just nice to hear Large and Nas like rapping together. They both kill it. The beat. I love the beat. That's that's my song. first that's my first pick. You know what's ill about that joint is the the formula of that song made it special back then because yeah. it's a Nas long ass verse. It's a little bridge where he just does it la 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 yeah. la and then large pro rhyming and that's it. And that's it. Like that one, back one then plus one. Yeah, one plus one. Like that really <laughs> was so counter to the three verse songs with the three to four hooks yeah. and all that. Like you just didn't come across, especially Nas. Like he wasn't doing, he wasn't on song. Like if he was on shit, it was always like an event record or a single record or yeah. a big feature on someone else's shit. And then if he was doing yeah. songs during that, you know, post it was written, it was like the industry formula. So like you're saying, it's, it's just, it just very, it was very it was revolutionary for that moment to be like, Oh, he does a verse song he does a verse over <laughs> yeah it was a great like it's a it was a great like mixtape one too you know because it wasn't like a single or anything it was just nah. kind of like oh what's this new Nas and large professor on like the side b of like a clue tape you know or like it wasn't like the the, 
the one that leading everything off. It was just kind of like snuck in there and you're like, oh, that's the jam. I don't know, but something about the mood, like I like songs like that, like very like moody, blunted, mm. like laid back. It's just one of those like songs I could listen to forever. And again, like it's like when I want to get back in that like nostalgia vibe of the 90s, it's the one I always go to. That one, not a, not a, not a, um, not a, a duet, but in a similar vein, like one that I always go back to, like with a playlist, um, to try to like find that mood that I'm looking for. And similar is, um, what's the AZ song, uh, a rather unique, unique. Yeah. yeah, it's like the similar thing, like that vibe mm. that, that, that's like the, the vibe that I always want to find mm. in my life. <laughs> like those are like two songs that really define it so that that's my first pick uh, i hope that's a good way to start that's a great one it is a great way to start it yeah thank you yeah i would i think i think large pro is like like me and blueprint talk about him a lot where he has his voice is like to me like the voice of rap yeah it's like the way he speaks when he's doing interviews oh, yeah. Yeah. everything about him is he's so just hip-hop. new york and hip-hop like every he's just, syllable he's the epitome of hip-hop like talking with him has made me so happy there's like a there's the old the the old like when he was on Juan Epstein like a long time ago that was like Mm -hmm. my favorite interview because just the way he was just like telling the stories from back in the day and his his whole vibe but like yeah like being able to like interact with him more than once in my life was great actually I I saw I randomly ran into him I'd never go out Mm -hmm. um but I went to the the Wooseum event which was like this like like a party when the Wu-Tang documentary came out oh, shit. Um, and it was in, it was in New York city. It was like one of the random of actually this will tie it all together. So I went to the Wu-Zium event. It was just party at this like, like state of the art movie theater. They had like, mm-hmm. it was very like cool installations. You know, they had like the corner store in there. You could go in. It's just like a very cool, like activation around the Wu-Tang documentary. Mm-hmm. Large pro like was there and I saw him as he was like walking up the stairs and he remembered me and like dapped me up and was like, yo man, how's your baby doing? And like, uh, it had been so long that my baby's now like eight years old. Um, <laughs> but like, he remembered that I had a kid and he was just super cool, you know? Oh, and best. I saw him, but that night also, I went back with my friend who had invited me to the party, who's an investor um, in Mass Appeal. We went oh. back to the Ma- Mass Appeal office after wow. the party just to chill for a little bit, go to the studio. As I'm walking out of the Mass Appeal studio to, to go get back in my car to leave to drive back home, who's standing in the lobby as I go to get into the elevator? Don't say it. Nas. Oh! Wow. I just, would freak the fuck. I'm not even that person anymore where I'm like awed and weirded out yeah, by no, you know, celebrities, rappers. I would freak the fuck out of myself. I had, I had, it was like a moment for me, for sure. Like the the kid in me was kind of like, Oh, that's crazy. Cause it was such a, like a very, like, you know, you're like walking out of like a, it, you know, normally during the day, it's like an, it's an office, you know, like, mm-hmm. and there's like a kitchen in the middle. You could picture people like during the day, they'd sit and eat lunch or come and, you know, right. get a soda from the fridge during their work day. But it's like massive people, people working there. You're walking through empty offices from this like studio they have in the back to the mm-hmm. elevator. There's no one there. It's like midnight, you know? Jesus. And here's Nas standing there with like, one friend i think one or two guys just quietly just waiting to come back to the studio that we had been in 
just wow. waiting there by the elevator and no one else there. And I just kind of reached out and gave him a pound of just like a respect. And he said, what's up? And that was it. And I told my friend as I'm leaving, I don't think he really understood the magnitude of it. Maybe because he'd met him before or he wasn't like as much as a, of a head, like as, as maybe mm. some of us were, I was like, yo, this is crazy, man. We just saw Nas, like just chilling by the elevator. Like, wow, that was nuts, you know? <laughs> So that night, large professor and us got tied to wow. that story. I forgot. Damn. Yeah, that, was, that was crazy. That's, yeah, that's one in a million, dude. Literally. Yeah, it was, it was wild. It was, I've, I've, listen, wild. I've, had, I've had a lot of moments in my life, thanks to like being a rap journalist for like Complex and now writing stuff, where I got to hang out, meet all my favorites. You know, I've spent mm-hmm. quality time with Ghostface Killer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Quality time with Rizzer, Raekwon. You know, like I've spoken in depth with Common. I've hung out with Action Bronson, Rock Marciano, all these dudes, like wow. the guys that I'm like, am heroes. You know, Pete Rock, I've been in his basement. I've been in Damn. Pete Rock's basement. Oh my God. understand? Wow. Like chilling in Pete Rock's basement, <laughs> talking about how he makes music. I've had crazy moments in my life, but like meeting Nas in that situation was so crazy. It was so crazy. That's my bad to hold up the list, but I forgot oh, that story fire. and how it tied both songs together. That's the call I called you first. No, no one on our show has ever met fucking Large Pro and Nas same day. Don't care yeah. what level you're on. And I didn't even, I I didn't even realize. Ever met Nas. Nah, no way. I don't even think yeah. I realized that I had that story in my life when I picked that song. But maybe there's, there's a reason why I'm so, I've am so i been so attached to it for the past couple dude. of years. Ew, dude. All right, Alaska. I don't know how you could top that shit, but take a, take a step at it. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I've been rethinking my whole list. I sent you guys a list before. But yeah. um, um, I think I'm going to go with um, Jay-Z and Juvenile. You done got yourself in some deep shit. Now you're stuck in your house. You got to beat the remix. You can't go out because they're going to leave you in the deep ditch. They hit you with the sign, but you decide to keep shit. Only reason you alive because you read lips when you drove by the block low in your seat and shit. Seen them out for all, but they don't need this shit. How they sick of you, ducking them, dodging, weaving and shit. How they call you and you don't return their beeps. Now they ready to kill you and all your peeps. You done fucked around with some wild niggas. You done fucked off the door of juvenile and jiggers. You better get it back. Or sleep where the river's at. They send shots through your fitted cap. They got big guns that go rack, rack, rack. Where your niggas at? Ooh, you're a big hog guy. You love. Yeah, I mean, I I, I love like that first Juvenile record when it came out. Um, I used to go down to New Orleans like every year with uh, my boys. Uh, Ben and Brian, we used to go down there because my, my boy Ben, his sister, lived down there. And we used to go to like all these clubs in New Orleans. And there was like this one club called Whispers 2000, which was like the hip hop club. Um, mm. And we used to always go and we just would like kind of marvel because, you know, we were New York guys and we would sit there, they'd be playing Jay Z and shit, like whatever the hot shit was up here. Mm. And people would just sit and drink. And the second like shit like ha came on, or like back that ass up or like right. they had this dude dj jubilee like um anytime that shit would come on like the place would fucking erupt and we're like what the fuck wow. is this it was like some real tourist shit um like tourists you know outsider watching the the culture right. type shit um but i i always had a soft spot for that type of music then when hobble i was like oh this is amazing uh, and everybody fucking hated it, especially like in our scene, like the oh yeah, the heads, like everybody hated. I hate. That sound. I fucking hated. Huh? Hated Manny Fresh. I, hated I was it. like, I love this shit. I, like I understood it. Like I, I understood like understand. 
I don't think I understood how it, when it first came out either. Nah. The just, video made me yeah, like, like a, it made me very uncomfortable, but I was like, this video is yeah. dope, but I don't like looking at it because it makes me fucking creeped out. You know I mean? Yeah, like, I mean, New Orleans, like the poverty cool. in New Orleans compared oh. to the poverty in New York is like, or like in the Northeast. Yeah. It's like a whole different world. And it's like, it's really weird down there because it's like, you'll drive down like one block and it's like mansions and then you'll turn right or left and it's like the juvenile video shoot. Like Ooh. the shit is crazy like that. It's like, it's a real bizarre world down there, but you know, once like, and then Jay Z jumped on that shit, and it kind of like legitimized it up here a little bit. I thought it was really cool that like this mm-hmm. dude who was considered like the epitome of New York rap at the time was like, "I'm taking this in, and like, I, I want to be part. I want to be part of this thing. Like, I don't want you to mm-hmm. be part of me. I want to be part of like what you guys got going on down there." Right. And that shit was just like it blew my mind. Like, I still love that song to this day. Yeah, you do. Your it opinion. is good. I, 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 I agree that I, like, I think at first I didn't, I couldn't really catch the beat or like what was going yeah. on or, and then like, I was at Maryland at the time. So you would get both vibes, like being mm-hmm. kind of in the, the middle of the East coast like that, like people would love the Southern stuff and it was really starting to pop then. And then you had all the people like me from New York who was like pumping all, all the other stuff that was popular at the time, the Nori and all that. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. um, and uh, but I re- I remember like eventually kind of catching on to it. I wonder if Jay Z being on it kind of helped. It, it might have. It might have helped did. for some. And of then us. they did Snoopy song together too off of uh, that. Yeah, that Volume I like. Three. Snoopy yeah. song was crazy. That I love. I was obsessed with that song because Jay Z's rapping so on that good. song was so incredible. It's fucking flawless. Yeah. yeah. Damn, that's a good pick. I, I like that pick. That's Thank a good you. one, dude. Um. All right. So my first one is. Um, Currency and Freddie Gibbs, Scotty Pippen. Wow. Um, that's it, listen, I'm not, I'm not the person that ever, is ever going to tolerate the Freddie Gibbs slander on this show, fucking anywhere. And Blueprint and Logic want to talk that shit to me. Oh, what fucking quotables does Freddie Gibbs have and all that? You know, he's all right. He ain't listen, Freddie Gibbs, it, this dude has been a master of voice, cadence, bounce, charisma, hooks since like fucking 2010 and he's not like the he's i I don't go to that dude like to me he's like the the continuation of like death row dudes with bone thugs like that type of midwest but gangster la shit you know i like like that and uh and so the scotty pippen joint when he says what's he said something about like a quarterback i'll be scrambling like i was donovan michael and that shit with him on that fucking that alchemist beat i was like <laughs> this and it was like right at that time when um when current that was the covert coup joint with alchemist so that was like the beginning of like alchemist me being like oh alchemist knows who these blog dudes are when he did the, the currency project and then the covert coup had like i think i think prodigy's on that shit right he's on yeah he's on that shit um and then the beat like from a production standpoint, that that was like I remember like reading back then. It might have been an interview what you did with Alchemist or something where he discovered Madlib, and then that's when his style changed, when he became mm. like super prolific and putting in like different layers and like weird voice drops and like little right. flourishes he he wouldn't do before where he would just like make a beat. Whereas now there'd be like you know laughing right. sound effects and things fading in layers, and out. Yeah. yeah, like that's very like Madlib, um, and when i heard this song the product the beat on it still to this day i'm like 
as a person that has dug for records and try to find like weird like new age records and like weird like fucking like german pop like things i'm a big fan of as a producer and as a rapper like what samples and sounds i don't know what that is like i don't know what the instrument is i can't place whatever it's from and that beat to me scotty pippen i don't know what that is there's like a guitar in there but i don't know Reporting live from the devil's palace Breakfast had two titties, two plus and a turkey bacon sandwich Two seasoned eggs and red jelly My host ain't ready Pop that pussy then pulled off in my Pontiac on Pirelli's 82 edition Spotless Bonnie squatting on sixes Rather be counting stacks than stuck in the county Washing the dishes or washing drawers in the pen Got two zones and soft and some in I had to go pay the correct correction No officer to walk him in Bail money on deck, come at my neck Bless that boy cause that same place where him test Is where he slept I issue eternal rest Sign up and be a subscriber the price of life got so high that I must make sure I stay higher Stay with the perp out of Pizzo, keep smacking these geekers needles Stay running the rock just like I play quarterback for the Eagles Randall Donovan to Michael, before I picked up this mic I was hitting mix with some loss and the dirt with plenty of disciples I'm gang bang affiliated, federal investigated, self-educated All my co-conspirators catching cases I dropped straight out of college and I majored in home invasion Believe I got the ball to clear up all of my altercation Leave faces with alterations, the closed casket console Try to make a million and that was the era of the download when he said that i was like oh okay like you know about that shit but you're not with that so it was like the perfect time and you know currency is just fucking gliding and then years later when Mm -hmm. when they did the um what's the name album um that was my favorite album from like two years ago i'm blanking on that shit um uh, the joint album they did with, with uh what the fuck is that called the alchemist album with currency and uh gibbs Oh, I'm blanking on that shit right now. I had oh, cash like, uh, on me. Roma, whatever it's called. What was that shit called? It's called um, Fetty. Fetty. Oh. Yeah. yeah. The the Fetty album is like, what if the song Scotty Pippen never ended with these three guys? What if they just kept doing shit? And Fetty was like, picks up like seven years later, like just crushing it off that wave. So there you go. That was my first pick. Currency nice. and Gibbs. That's a good pick. I'm a major currency fan. Yeah, he's he's a shit, bro. He's major, major currency fan. Never fell off. 29 million songs never fell off. And Freddie Gibbs, I got to admit, I caught on a little late. Like, I've been paying attention to him forever, but I caught on either I caught on a little late or he finally caught me. Something happened, but like recently, I became like, I was like, I've been really knocking him a lot. To and, um, Alfredo? Pfft, yeah, Alfre- Alfredo's, oh Alfredo's really crazy. And then um, the song with him and Gunn and and uh, Rock Marciano, the, the 500 ounces. Oh, yeah, on, on, uh, uh, on the West Side joint, right? On one of the West Side Gun albums. I forget. The, is it Pray for Paris? Well, it's yes. one of the ones from last year. Or, yeah, it's on one of those. I oh, that remember. song's crazy, and he kills that. Um, he floats man yeah i love i love currency all right i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna keep it going we have mm-hmm. like a little connective tissue going here we go we, we went from juvenile and then currency the you know a little like new orleans crossover mm-hmm. there and then alchemist so i'm gonna i'm gonna pick an alchemist joint for mine my next one uh and it's gonna be uh action bronson and rock marciano pool hall hustler 
Oh, that's my shit. Alaska does not know what that is. Yeah, so but Pool Hall Hustler. It was like an outtake on yeah, uh, one of the albums, right? Pool Hall Hustler is streaming is streaming somewhere. Maybe Title. I think I've seen it on Title, but it's not like readily available. Nah. I think he. I think Alchemist put it on some like, you know, one of those like compilations where it's like you know whatever joints from the vault or yeah, I yep, don't know whatever yep, he, he did that. It. Yep. Because then he also put a Warlord Leather with Bronson and Earl so on one of them joints, too. It's somewhere, but, it's crazy. but I heard it initially maybe from SoundCloud or I don't know. It, was, it was like an MP3 post somewhere. They just randomly tossed it. Was it was like up. a later blog era, Jim. Mm-hmm. Yes. I may have even posted it, to be honest. You I might have still been, I might have <laughs> still been blogging somewhere or some, <laughs> somehow, but... Action Bron, I don't. You don't like Action Bronson. So that's fine. I know a lot of people don't really rock with him. I know some people that don't rock with Rock Marciano, which is fine too. Those are my two favorite rappers. Those are my guys. Those are my guys. Like I, their their vibe, the way they rap, the beats they pick, all that stuff. That's like that's my that's my current zone for like rappers now. Whole hustler, tech nine with the muffler, diamond cluster. Get the duster for the lackluster. Big money bat, bag rupture, mag buster. Crab crusher, find your slut under the trash cover. Bubble bath, suppers, fluffers. Hitting me with brushes, lizard be the luggage. Puerto Rican buzzers, lovers. Under the covers to the eyes, the rubbers. The miles around colors like Cosby sweaters. Don't even talk unless there's money involved. Plus a basket full of bread that's on the table for the trunk of the side. Don't make me have to get the munchkins if Play the cripple with the functional arm Reeking pudge in a charm My look is deadly Wanna impress me, cook up a medley They carve a steak right off the bone Season it heavily The scent of money familiar though Appealing hoes Dark shade so I can hide the way I'm feeling mo Sipping the Michelob Slick soul, six figure rolls Digging centerfolds My nigga They're Just of all time, those two are in my top five, period Fire um, And they have a few different songs together for sure They've yeah, done Pouches of Tune is crazy. That's probably the first time I ever was really like paying attention to. I, actually, I saw them perform Pouches of Tuna together a long time ago at like a Complex event um, when I was when I was working for Complex. Um, yeah, that was dope. Action brought out rock, and I was like, oh man, these are my guys. Um, and then there's a great video of them performing that at some like Mass Appeal show, like maybe a couple days even after I had just seen them that I just play on repeat That's all fair. the time. It's so good. But Pool Hall Hustler is like the epitome of like a duet where like oh. the two MCs are bouncing off each other. Go back and forth. Oh trading trading verses. The the beat oh is God. just the alchemist just lace the beat. Go go find that one. That's Yo. that's my pick. I love those dudes. I think they're like just like ill, like kind of like odd couple duo. Mm-hmm. You know, like when you see them together. I've seen seen them together. Like I saw them perform like a whole show together at this like Sonos event with oh. um the party supplies band. And oh, like, nice. and and they were just rocking over a live band, and they did Pouches of Tuna. They they did it like a couple joints together, or Rock came out and did seventy six. Yes. it was kind of like a joint show. It was very cool. Mm. Um, but um, but those I, I love those two together. I, I I think like they're due for a a joint project. Oh yeah, without a doubt. Like Pool Hall Hustler is like, it's like one of them things where like who who's gonna crack first and like give the other dude props while we're writing this together. It's yeah, like one of them, like, I'm coming for your head. And, like, they're so dope together because Bronson is, like, overtly hilarious. 
Right. And Rock is funny as shit, but he says everything the same way. Yeah. He, or like, they're just they're just so like he comes in so smooth, you know. Mm-hmm. After Bronson's like, I don't. They just they they complement each other in a, in a crazy way. I just picture them like being at Alchemist Crib, like writing back and forth on that, and just feeling like, oh man, this is insane. I don't know. There's something something about those those two together has just always fascinated me. I just want more. You know, it's a great one, dude. That's uh, a great call. I was living. not. I could not picture anybody saying that. I love it. I love that it. That's so that my sleeper new pick. I picked. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back a, in the days for my last one though, for sure. We did our. Um, we wrapped up our. Uh, before it turned into 2020, Jesus, we did our best of uh, 2010s list, and I had. I had Marsburg as my number one album of the 2010s. And then we picked like our top artists of the 2010s. I put Bronson in there. And much of the chagrin of Alaska and Cash, like, what? <laughs> Fuck him. Well, he sucks. You and his Bronson shit. I was like, man, shut up, man. Shut up. Bronson's up, great, man. man. He's Bronson's he's my favorite of all time. I love that guy. I love him. I, had to I, pick, I felt like I had to pick a side in the Ghostface Bronson battle. It's uh, not, a, it's not the dude. It, it, when you listen to his like rap, both. he's all Pimp C and Cool G Rap and Cameron. He is not, he doesn't do anything like Ghost. There's just no crossover. I mean, is it okay? Because I love their ghost is in my top yeah. five too. It, I mean, it's, it's just my stupid shit. Like I have to have sides on everything. Like but that's what I'm saying. I I feel conflicted too. Carlson, man? I I feel conflicted <laughs> too because the ghost face diss video with the one pant leg up is like one of the greatest moments. It's the best album he's dropped since like pretty Tony. <laughs> it's so it's so good. I mean, I'd imagine Bronson like it hurts his heart, but he's got to be like this is unbelievable. Yeah, like yes. if you watch, I don't know. It's just so, it's so good. I, I can't, I can't pick a side. I need them both. Fair enough. Fair, Fair enough. enough. All right, yeah. good. Well, I love them both too. What do you got, Alaska? <laughs> oh man, this is, this is where it's getting tough. Um, so, I mean, I guess I got to go with this because it's just, I'm just afraid that they might be considered a group. But Freeway and Beanie. Ooh, not a group. Not a group. Okay. Yeah. So you want to rock the mic on them? Yeah. Yeah, I'll go rock the mic on them. I mean, I wanted to go with what they do, but they had to go through Jay Z. Ooh, yeah, that's too many. It's still an amazing verse, but you that's know, my fa- that's my favorite Philly record of all time, hands down. Um, yeah, I mean, just the chemistry of those two dudes is fucking bonkers. It's like I could rock listen the to them rap great. together for a million years, and like just everybody rapped on that beat when it when it came out. Like that was the one. Like at everybody's show, they would throw that shit on and freestyle. Oh. But nobody even came close to it. But fucking like freeways completely like frenetic energy like combined with like beans like precise mathematic lines of like just mm. perfect like cadences throughout it's mac daddy young scrappy yeah. no he ate the og gang yes i is oh that shit is crazy firebomb cribs like left eye <laughs> did notorious <laughs> like that bad like the bad kid oh my oh, god yeah. this kid's a fucking nasty oh. but yeah it's a great I, hook. I mean it's a great hook for like oh a duet god, too yeah. Breakfast guaranteed to eat this toast. I'm reckless.
Messiah started heat your folks and start my artists that eat your tracks. So don't bring them around. I'll be around Ricans. Vida loca. They got all the toasters. Don't need no gas. I got a six stash. Leave them around so I don't get left around. Haters around when I leave. And the winner rock short sleeves. Breezing a pound with the heat blasting. Heat acting the heat blasting. Cut no marine shining. Marine fashion. Backing them down. Niggas going keep hating. And my click going keep grinding. Keep moving. Locking the town. That's your second pick. Um, this is one of my favorites because kind of like it, like I making mixtapes and my biggest thing too is I, I like to rearrange records, like flawed records or like mm. something that's a little bit off, and I'll pull in something they did from a compilation that year or a soundtrack or whatever. But this is a one record from this dude I never touched. This is uh, Most Deaf and Slick Rick Auditorium. Ecstatic. So this shit was like, I was the most diehard, like buying fucking New Danger, working at the record store the day that came out and buying it and then watch people like return the CD like three days later. Like, this is trash. I want my money back. Right. Oh, you don't fucking get it, man. You're an idiot. And then, uh, and then when like New Danger dropped, and I remember like it just came out with no case, like, or no no packaging it was just like a cd like in a weird plastic case i'm like the fuck is this and then he covered like liquid swords and i was like what and there's like nolia clap on there and i'm like what is he doing uh being but still keeping it because i was like well there's a couple good songs and then uh then he vanished for a while and then he just popped up with the ecstatic and uh my i i'm I'm lucky i keep it this way because i i was dating this girl and she all we had in, like we were like a terrible relationship but all we had in common was like our musical tastes and that kind of went really far so she um i put her onto the black sheep record the whole album wolf and sheep's clothing and then i literally like i, I don't like that record anymore because she would just play that album fucking non-stop oh someone ruined that for you she ruined, i can't play that record and then uh one uh one of my friends still follows her on social media even though we broke up like 10 years ago <laughs> and he's like oh yeah she got married she had dreads come to her wedding and do fucking choice is yours and i was wow. like that's my shit i'm like that's my shit that's crazy i felt like george costanza when he came she up with the name stole seven. It from you yeah he came up with the name seven and his friend and the kid the guy took it as the baby name he's like no seven that's my name <laughs> I was I was mad salty. So we were dating when that record came out, The Ecstatic, and she would always play. I would play the record because she didn't have it. I had it, but she would quote. Um, she would always say like a very specific Slick Rick line from that song, where he says, um, "He's like, where he says like, what's wrong? Are you hungry? Get the oil. Get the fuck out of my country." Or some, like she would quote, she would just say that line all the time randomly. And I'm like, you're ruining the song. Like, stop. This is, let me have. You already, you already ruined Black Sheep. Straight up. I was like, come yeah. on. And I remember like one time I did fucking snap on her. Where I was like, yo, I hate this fucking Black Sheep album now. You play it every time I get in the fucking car, you play it. Right. And she was like really hurt. Like she almost cried and shit. I was like, what yeah. the fuck? So I was not letting that happen with this album, with the ecstatic record with, with most and uh, auditorium. So. That's my shit. That was like him fucking with the, uh, what's the name joints? The, um, the Mad Lib joints, the uh, beat conductor in India. Right. Like, that like one year, two year stretch where most was just like running through all the stones, throw instrumentals. Right. Yeah. That was, that was a good time. And I remember like the, uh, 
there's a there's a fuse tv documentary they were like fucking with him in japan and that's when he's like talking about doom and he's like wearing a mask on stage and shit because of doom and uh he was talking about those mad lib beats and just taking them and him saying back then like he was like the future music is instrumental music he's like it's never been like its own thing before right that, that's where it's going to go next like producers and djs are going to be big and people are not going to want to hear rappers and singers they just want to hear the music so he like knew all that that's like before low in theory and all that shit happened in la and he was on it but uh yeah auditorium that's that's my shit that's um, a good that's a good pick thanks bro yeah so, I, let's, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm i'm like uh i'm so intrigued by like most def and like what he's gonna do next yeah like he just randomly popped up. Did you hear that song? It's like on the Navy Blue. Yes, uh, that joint's crazy. That album's great. And I was like, I was like, oh man, there's a new Most Def. Like, and I didn't really know that much about Navy Blue. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, this song is dope. It's a great song. And, but the the auditorium, I, I love it because you know he had paid you know homage to to Slick Rick on the Black Star <laughs> album so properly. Oh my yeah. god. You know, and then just to like. To have them, those two link up, it's like a, it's a historic moment. And a I even slept, like the part where slept on moment oh, too. Dude, when when he yeah. says, um, he says he's like riddle off the map, something on the uh, it's like he's been, he says it, it's the patch in the middle of my right. Like he calls himself the patch. Mm. Never said that. Sitting, come relax. Riddle of the Mac. It's the patch. I'm a soldier in the middle of Iraq. But say about noonish, coming out the whip and looking at me curious, a young Iraqi kid carrying laundry. What's wrong, G? Hungry? No, give me my oil, get out my country. And in Arabian, barking other stuff till his moms come grab him and they walk off in a rush. Distrust, feeling like I was pissed up on wound. I'm like, surely hope that we can fix our differences soon. Buying apples, hun breaking on. Brute, you take everything, why not just take the damn sword black master? I don't understand it, on another planet? Uh-huh. 15 months of this stuff, how I'm gonna manage? And increasing this sentiment, gentlemen, getting down on their Middle Eastern instruments. Realize trapping this crap, uh-huh. walk over, kicked one of my fabulous raps. Arab jaw drop, they well wish they glad rap. Now the kid considered like an Elvis of Baghdad. Yeah, the cut the patch is uh, Yeah, I was like, yo, that's fire. Why did he do that before? He never lost his step. Should, yeah. Nah. He he I put did. a couple singles like a year or two ago, like some like like 80s like party yeah. joints. They were fire. They were kid killed them. They had, like nasty. videos and shit, people dancing. I was like, yeah. this is dope, man. And then he had yeah. that one song with like premiere um off that like Jonah Hill babysitter movie that was like randomly on a soundtrack. It was crazy. Yeah. And then he has that joint large pro, bro. Uh Sparkle. Oh, that's the Wild that's West soundtrack. <laughs> yes, that was a rarity. When I interviewed Lars Professor, I um I asked him about that song because it was one of those like have Large Pro break down like all his classic records for Complex. Mm-hmm. I snuck that one in there. Nice. I was like, what's, what's the story with this one? This I random sparkle. Slick Rick song. Yeah, in the middle, the middle. Yo, that shit is fire. All right, we're gonna we're gonna take our break and we'll come back to our last round favorite rap duets co-op culture Silaraka, alaska castro day to day might be out two to four weeks tendonitis we'll see stand up <laughs> guest the featured guest we'll be right yeah. back one Bang. two three four co-op culture audience members uh new update on my album midnight sons with chum wizard we have sold out of the first print of final second variation with the new artwork and the new 
gray and black splatter wax is available. Very limited quantities. We also have the second pressing of the cassette with the new variant artwork, the second pressing of the CD, the new green highlighted artwork, and then the wool hand stitched hats from the good folks at Ebbetsfield Flannels. My favorite retro baseball clothing company for many years because I'm a quasi boomer. Uh, those are available well by the house. You also get the variant CD thrown in as well for free. How do you like them out? So go to childwizard.bandcamp.com. Thank you if you've already supported Midnight Sounds. It's my biggest record of all time, and I've been at this a long time, so thank you so much. Three, two, one. Bang, bang, bang. Co-op culture podcast. Um, not a video show, not a Discord chat yet. People ask us if we want to do Discord. If somebody wants to be the Discord coordinator, well, you know, shoot your emails to Alaska's personal fucking work email. We'll figure it out. There it is. Yeah. Bang. Uh, we got Ip in the, in the house. Um, yeah. This is, all right, last round. We're going to pick favorite rap duet. I'll let our guest take the last one. Here you go. All right, man. This, these are coveted slots, man. Just, <laughs> just three slots. Um, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna. Before I say my third, I'm gonna say it's really hard for me to not make my third be Brooklyn's finest. I mean, um, that's arguably it's the like best rap song like, of all time. That's like that's like you can make an argument. I would listen to say that's the best rap song ever. Like, if, uh, like honestly, like if we had to make a list, like a definitive list of like duets, and it was like. You know, these are literally the the best of all time. Mm-hmm. And that's that's right at the top. And then like nothing but a G thing is like right at the top, mm-hmm. like those mm-hmm. type of joints. But I think right. this is like we're we're a little more like nuanced and digging a little deeper here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> which is what I think we've all done a nice job of. It's a nice mix here. Um, my third one, I'm gonna go with one that's very close to my heart. And I, that's obvious because I recently remade it. From my own song ninth inning but it's bronx tale with um fat joe and krs1 nice <laughs> so I'm, I'm just gonna say like that's another one that i can trace back to a dj clue tape i can picture the first time hearing it like driving in the bronx after getting the tape like i can picture exactly where i was like on afternoon on a sunny day like hearing it come on and being like this beat is so fucking crazy. Ugh. And like Fat Joe mm-hmm. and KRS One going back and forth for like Bronx. Like White Plains is Westchester County, but we were very connected to the Bronx growing mm-hmm. up. Like I was a kid going to Fordham Road to like get clothes and then mixtapes and eventually, mm-hmm. you know, trees and all that type of stuff. Like we would be in the Bronx. My friends like eventually like went to school, moved to the Bronx. Like we just exist good now even now i go to the bronx zoo like with my kids like we're just connected to the bronx because it's very it's on the border of westchester it's real close so like those are like our local guys like the newer shell like grand poovas and all those dudes Mm. but the bronx guys were like very much like heroes so that's that's one that's always been like very close to my heart and then the the beat the that sample i always love that yeah and then the way he they bring in the the um, the quality rap on the hook but that's mm. another one where it's like a true collab like duet where they're kind of like exchanging verses and bouncing off each other yes i am the ultimate uttering 
make ultimatums for the fun of it. Uh. It appears to me you don't know who you fucking what? with. You can't see this with my vocals cause you're local. Can't hang with my vocals. Better you fuck with Sonny Bono or Yoko Ono. But KRS, oh no no. You might think uh. you are see, but I don't give a fuck though. I'm rolling hard like God with a squad black. Packing them yeah. pockets, bitch. Uh. Where that money hey, you want? Yo, Fake nigga dropper Which borough is the thorough I know, do you know? Let me know I'm saying no The co-connector Sporting leathers with reflectors Don't get caught up in my sector Or I'ma have to inject ya With a slab of hysterical dope shit Fake MCs and wannabes Best to quote this Bad Joe, but you and living will prevail Kingpin like Sunny up in Bronx Town Will I fail? I doubt it I'm a nigga catching bodies While other niggas fantasize about it True indeed, behind my back, MCs claim they can serve me. In my face, they screaming, we're not worthy. Use a hazmat. Actually, you ain't been. And um, just Ooh. having KRS One and Fat Joe on the same song. I've I've done a couple interviews where I've discussed that song. I mm. spoke with Fat Joe directly about that song. He was very, very proud to have a joint with KRS One set off his album, and was like yeah. telling me stories about like his early experiences with KRS One, and that was mind blowing. And then Diamond D also I spoke to about that song too. And he, like, he broke the whole thing down too. Wow. Um, so I've, I've had a couple like personal moments with that. And then to flip it into my own song mm. recently, just to do a slight cross promotion um, and have it like and hear like premiere play it on the radio. Yep. It was just like a like a very much like a personal like hip hop moment for me. Like I okay, I did this justice. I did it the right way and like the the legends have respected it and that feels really good for me but um it's nowhere could never be anywhere in comparison to the original that's Mm -hmm. just my take on it and my homage to it on its 25th anniversary but um that shit is fire and i feel very good about putting that in my third slot nice Mm. that's yo that's a good fucking call uh we have we have a late entry to the show Fresh off. Yeah, the- I just came in here real quick. Just to the make DL. A quick, just a quick announcement, and then I'm out. Oh, okay, the Mox is selling, uh, whooping that ass. Uh, my suggestion. <laughs> so, so wait, was the topic is the the, the collaboration duo. Our, right? our so favorite like rap duo duets. I love yes. the, I love this appearance right here. Pe two thousand, Puff Daddy and Hurricane <laughs> G. G. You understand me? <laughs> Get off that bullshit. <laughs> Yo, let me tell y'all about Hurricane G, man. She's on She's that No More Prisons joint. Yeah, Alaska, you ain't know I was going to pull that without her. You know I was going to pull that Hurricane I went deep on it. I had to get Hurricane G. I was going through a bunch of stuff, and I was like, wow. Yo. Wow. Hey, yo, you got to drop that gun. Hey, yo, Puff, check this out, Puff. I'm tired of niggas hating on the motherfucker. Let's take it to the next millennium on these bitches. You got to keep bubbling on them, platinum doubling on them. Fuck these niggas. Hey, yo, I bumped into these cats, and they was like, yeah, what's up with that nigga, Puff? He swear he nice. I said, yo, the brother don't swear he nice. He knows he's nice. You public enemy number one right now. But fuck that damn shit. Spit that hydro ghetto shit. And so, 
<laughs> so my my suggest my my nomination and hi everybody. I know I'm late. Curly, he's fresh off the DL. He's warming I up. Need in the a, I need a I need a backyard because okay. I would just think of interesting pairings. So, Only you know, Justin gotta, Fields against Clemson. We got a million of them. You know, uh, watch the throne. I wait, wait. Like well, you, you want to hear the ones we picked already? So there's no overlap. Yes, please. Okay. Please. So we had um, Ha Juvenile Remix. Oh, that was Alaska. Ha and Jay Z. Yes. Oh, nice. All right, that's Alaska. <laughs> um, nice. I did um, Currency and Freddie Gibbs, Scottie Pippen. Um, oh, of course you were. The covert. See, you're don't roll your fucking eyes at me. Oh, go, go back, crying. nursing your, your no, fucking. Stop. Get out of here. Spit and dry. Right. Yeah. Uh, and what was your first one again? Uh, my first one was uh, Nas and Large Nas Professor, and large one, one plus one. One plus one. Oh, yeah. see? All right. That's some fire shit. What's going on? Good, nice to have you join us. Yeah, you know I mean? It's, it's, it's going one of the hosts decides to fucking be on the show once in a while. It's cool. It's my pleasure to get hopped up on you got, that. You got a little, sh- you get, did you get a little thank shot in the arm? Like yeah, the thank you for letting me fill your shot. Trying to fill your slot. Yo, I wish. I wish I had them shots on the ready. Them shots they give NBA players to run through walls. Jerome better shot. That's the best shot. The Jerome better shot. What was what was your what was the second picks? What did you have, Alaska? I had uh, Freeway and Beanie. Yeah, rocked oh, them. That was okay. a great one. Like, yeah. And then Ip just had Fat Joe and KRS Bronx Tale. And I had. Okay. Uh, I had Action okay. Bronson and Rock Marciano pool, pool hustlers. hustler. Yeah, that, that was, was like his my, second and third. That was yes. like my sleeper. From what album? It was it was like on a one off on it's Alchemist. So good, what, um, it's amazing. It's amazing. Well, what prep? What time? You know me. I just it's like a before. it's like a mid two two. It's like a two thousand. So when fourteen fifteen? What, what this is like still cooking action. This is like still American shit action. Okay. No, this last is, couple this albums. This is prime. Like this is prime action. Yeah, prime action. Rock, prime rock. Prime Alchemist. They're like bouncing back and forth off each other. It's yes. Shit is fire. And then uh, my second pick was um, Slick Rick and Most, the auditorium, off ecstatic. Of okay. All right, so, so yeah, so I, I I would like to place my pick, and then I'm, I'm gonna vanish like Batman. I would like to place my pick amongst that because I, yes, a lot of y'all picks were like um, two artists equally contributing, you mm-hmm. know. But I feel like a Hurricane G feature does not necessarily require a verse. You just need mm-hmm. that energy. That body, yo, what the fuck, man? What the fuck, man? Yo, the way she says she's fuck so, is like poetry to me. Yo, fuck so that, Poppy. She's so annoyed. She's so disturbed. Yo, what the <laughs> fuck they out here doing? Like, what are you doing? And like I said, you can you can check out on like that No More Prisons compilation. I was just listening to other. I just I go on my Hurricane G binges like nobody else. Like you and bitches. So, um, yeah, so this is Curly Castro here popping in, popping out PE 2000. Wow, wow. <laughs> Shabla, y'all. That was great. There it is. Bob. Hey. That was fantastic. I go ice your joints, bro. Fuck out of here. It's my man. My best that, friend in the world. That was, that a good was one. so good. <laughs> what was, uh, all right. So that was that was a great guest appearance on his own podcast. Was, yeah. That was he, he, did, he did a guest appearance on his own show. That's fine. I think, yeah. Me and him traded places. Yeah, we got you, the... man. Yeah, you're 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 the substitute right now. Bomb. Shout out to our Patreon subscribers on on the substitute level. We have, it, we had early on in the show. We we would talk about like those that whole genre of movie. Like we're, we're like we're like the hard teacher comes into the tough school and starts fucking everybody up. So <laughs> our our Patreon levels are uh, the one level is Tom Berenger, the second one's Treat Williams, and then the third level is uh, uh what's his name Belushi and Lou Gossett Jr. level. You could be a contributor. Oh, 
Principal. The principal, the substitute, the, the principal. Substitute. The principal. What's it called? Vice principal? Vince? No, the, the, sorry, he's just the principal. principal. The, the principal. principal. The principal. Yeah. Where he had a fucking like skullet, like like a bald dick mullet, and then Lou Gossett had a bat or something. Skullet. That was <laughs> crazy. Skullet. <laughs> well, Belushi's as Jim Belushi. Jim Belushi. Yeah. 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 Fucking yeah. Jim Belushi, man. All right, Alaska. What's, what's your last pick? All time duet. Man, this one I I, I was gonna go with. Um, Kanye West drive slow with him and Paul Wall, but then I realized there's a third party on that record. There's a oh, GLC. GLC. Yeah, that, oh, right. that's sorry. so bad that I actually forgot that that was on. You there. need. We need to do the uh, the the trio uh, uh, three the hard way episode yeah. with you. There we go. But um, get what so, we do in there. All your favorites. Oh man, I would really be able to kill that Ooh, one. I could get right. all like the Bean, Scarface, and Jay Z songs. Oh, in guess who's back? Oh, yeah. God, that's my yeah. favorite Kanye beat ever. Um, so, but I'm, I'm going to go real off the wall with this one. Okay. I'm going with I'm only out for one thing: Ice Cube and Flavor Flav. Ooh, oh, you man. yo, you you steady pulled a Flavor Flav shit. I love show, Flavor Flav. Flavor Flav is one of my favorite. He's only got like three songs where he's rapping. That's pretty fire. But I love like between this song, which he has the fucking line. Then I fucked this lady in the tree, and the baby came out and said, "Run DMC." We yeah, we. It's <laughs> <laughs> his verse with that. But then um, this also when uh, we were doing a song for um, remember DJ Essie, we did a song called Comforting for him like back in 2004 okay. for the Bedford Files compilation. Nice. And we took the, um, the ice cube line, took her to the comfort in, tucked her in, pulled out the third leg, pumped it in. She said, will you call me? Yeah, I'll call you a bitch or a hoe after I'll ball you. That was the chorus for the song. <laughs> And we're basically like screaming this on the mic in his apartment while his wife is having like a feminist book club in the living room. Oh my God. It was like, oh man. And and we come out and they just dagger staring at us. I was like, oof. Oof. No good. Tough ground, man. But um, yeah, I, I, you know, that album's amazing. Um, And I, I just love the sort of clarity and brilliance of Ice Cube as a rapper mixed with the sort of Dada clown aspect of uh, Flavor Flav and, you know, the Over the Bomb Squad production. It's fucking perfect. That is fucking perfect. It's a great pick. I got to go back and listen to that. It's amazing. Flavor Flav is like cool Keith, but more abstract. Mm, I wanted to go a little off the wall only because it's kind of breaking the rules. Because the album is a group compilation album, but the song is still two solo artists. And that song should have been the first single of this album, which is universally accepted as a flop, even though it sold a million copies. And it's not very good. The song is I'm leaving Nori and Nature. Bang! That's a great song. Should have been the lead single because every fucking mixtape car played that song they didn't play fucking i'm talking firm biz to you no no one gave a fuck about firm biz trying to be some fake bad boy shit everyone yo nori know this and nori know that why nori buck that why nori buck that i can make you famous throwing the exiles like a side language there it is like they should have i mean anybody who follows me on twitter or follows the columns i used to write for passion of the weiss um rework the angles when i would remake albums when i did my my i did two (laughs) i wrote two different I'm sorry, three different articles on the firm in my life. 
at fucking Passion of the Whites. One was like a mix of all the hot songs they made with, with the Clue mixtapes. Another one was about um, remaking that record. And then the third one, I don't even remember what the fuck I wrote about. But the gist was, my theory is, Nori should have been in the firm. Mm-hmm. You should have mm-hmm. just made him a member. So you take out Cormega because of contractual shit and Steve Stout and Trackmasters being scumbags. But you then put Nori in the firm because on the Clue tapes, he's on like one or two other firm songs anyway. And he was the hottest dude in the world. And Trackmasters did his album. So the firm basically was a cross-promotional tool for Trackmasters. It was a way for them to get checks, Steve Stout to get checks, fucking Dre to get a check, whatever. But Trackmasters that it was written, they did the fucking Pieces of a Man, AZ record. They did Il Na Na with Foxy. And then they ended up doing Nori album anyway, like parts of the Nori album. So you just put Nori in the fucking firm. You have the hottest mixtape street dude. Great. He's a super group, super groove guy. And he gives you that wild card element that AZ is not that kind of guy. Nas is not that kind of guy. Foxy and Nature, not those kind of rappers. They're all very like like locked in to what they yeah. do. You know, like very precise. He's more abstract. He is. Yeah. And the like like AZ, Nas, Nature, and, and Foxy all have like very like I don't want to say whispery flows, but like all the same style of voice. You know what I mean? Like they're right. basically all like all fall under Nas. Like, let's be real. Like I love AZ, but like they all kind of have that style that's connected to him, even though after the the King King's Disease record drop and I listened to the firm song on there, which I don't love, but AZ's verse was so fire. I went back and started listening to all AZ shit. And I was like, AZ kind of gave Nas everything. Like AZ style is where we, we wanted Nas to keep doing any style. But uh, I'm leaving. That's a crazy tangent. But I'm leaving is like, that's the best shit that ever happened out of that fucking album, dude. That's the best part of that whole shit. Yo, Nori know this, and Nori know that. Yo, but Nori know get why? Cause Nori buck that. Iraq can make you famous. Dog gang signs like a sign language. Distinguish us from the others. Kidnap your baby mothers. Bringing drama to the deep covers. Salute G, bust you down like a Lucy. Jose probably lay with a gold Uzi. Conquer Italy, Africa, and Sicily. And niggas that consistency, pointing guns and missing me. Your son is awesome. Hey, Beef in the hood again, niggas came with hoods again, thinking that it would've been squashed from when we first did, what we did, now we twist another wig, a mother lose another kid, but it's beef now, keep it short, real brief now, strike vigorous, no intentions, I'm missing it, they sent the message, or example, whatever, set it up, man on man, won't even score, we apply the plan, quickly explain why you ran in this dark land, we lay you down the sand, on the lines like the internet, many will come a few as toes on, against my set, they ain't a nigga yet, smoke so much, niggas say I need niggas you say bogey, but you used to say sick. Probably is the best song on that album. Yeah. Like nothing fucks with that. Him, Nori doing the John Denver hook. You know, what I mean? like it's just the beat is like super glossy, but no one cares. And then it's and like how he always wanted to be Bismarck. You know what I mean? Like with him singing, I'm leaving. He does. And don't think that I'll be back. Uh huh. uh Like that shit is the best, dude. That shit is the best shit. And then him and Nature. Thanks, man. Him and him and Nate did like some mixtapes together when they both were like not popping at all, like before Drink Champs. And it was like a compilation of like a lot of their clue shit, a lot of the firm shit, and then a couple like new freestyles. It was like them rhyming over triumph and like 
all these random joints. It was called like uh, it was called like QB to left rack or something like that. Or I don't remember the name of it, but shouts to Nori and Nature are two of my favorites. So there you go. I have two things I want to say related to Do that it. pick. One is Nas and AZ actually, if you were if we were doing the definitive best mm-hmm. rap duets of all time, would clog the top of that list up. Yes. When, they when just have things back and forth. I, I was actually gonna pick serious. Which Ooh. didn't make like that's Ooh. the song I make when I, I I'm not. Why is that not out? out? Why is that not streaming? I I could never I think, find that anywhere. No, I think it was that sample that that incredible bongo band sample. Uh, I might have put that in a twelve jewels column on that right. Back that's in the day. that's the best song either one of them made in fifteen years. Uh, but th- that you got that you got life's a bitch you got more money more murder you got the how you live how you live in the flyest I the mean essence. it's like a, yeah. the essence there's like a, you could do a whole EP of you of, got the oh. sprite commercial <laughs> doing the wild style shit that's hilarious that shit is fire like there's so much good shit with those dudes and my like, other my other comment was gonna be Cormega and Nori I'm like oh. trying I'm like racking my brain for like a song with them both, he like, did one. They did one together. Um, I forget what it's on. They they've done a song together. Old? No. Well, they were on the the Bridge Two Thousand song. Together. But like during like the real like era of like, like not not 90s. like. Nah, I'm trying not to like think, era. they never really were on a song together. But they ended up doing it like the last. I would say like the last yeah. eight years. There's a song they did together. But in the golden era of it no. all, like, is it was there something between them why they did because. They actually would sound really dope together. Yeah, there's no. I, well, apparently nature yeah. nature did. He was on Drink Champs last October, which I didn't peep. Which I'm. Lacking. I gotta. I gotta listen. I'm so behind on podcasts. Oh man, trust me. Yeah. One of yeah. the only podcasts actually I've listened to was yours, the the, oh, the, the Theravada episode. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm so intrigued. I'm so I'm a new fan of his. His new record, uh, just just the Theravada. His new record just came out. Uh, Xenophon. I li- I listened to it. There's a couple songs on that I really yeah. like, and there's, there's one there's one beat in particular that he rhymes very differently that I would have ever like considered flowing on. It's kind of towards the back half of the album. Mm-hmm. I don't know the name off the top. Mm-hmm. But um, he left a little, just a tiny bit open to loop mm-hmm. up, and I may have to touch. I may it. Have to do something with that. He's he's dope though. He's so fire. I'm yeah, a fan. Shasta Theravada. He's 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 yeah. He's we'll probably have him back on at some point to do our. He wanted to come back if we did a, a definitive Nori episode. That was like one of his oh, yeah? stipulations. That's yeah. good. Yeah, we got to get him back. Queens Queens is responsible for a lot of dope um, yeah. rap duets. The the, the the big Noid and Prodigy. Uh, recognize and realize that could have made the uh, that could have made the list. That would have been my fourth. That might have been boom, my fourth. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Oh man, so I many should. good ones. That's a good one. I was trying to get any other ones I had like on my list early. Another another one I, I was gonna drop, but I was like, ah, it's kind of played out in our little circle. Is uh, we're famous with Aesop and LP. Yeah. I'll just run for like three and a half minutes. You know what was yeah. one I was thinking about is LP and Dell. It's oh, a of, Offspring. It's like a, yeah, yeah, that's still have that. That's, that's a dope one. Yeah, I was thinking Blueprint and ASAP. Um, Alchemy shit. Oh, that's the hardest shit of all. Yeah, when we opened for Print and he did that shit at the truck, <laughs> him doing that shit. Yo, Castro was was climbing the fucking walls, screaming that shit when, mm. when Print did. Um, he did the verse is so hard. Yo, he he is like channeling like Melly Mel, like that era. 
Yeah, this, I mean that's I'm the like, verse that kind of put him on the map. Oh, without a doubt. I mean yeah. that dude, that that daylight EP. How many units did that sell? Like a hundred thousand, probably. Probably something like that. Yeah. Yeah, like the the, the peak of like indie rap moving records and ASAP crushing shit with sales yeah. and all that and and jokes. Yeah. I remember I remember hearing that shit playing it and being like, whoa, this is. This, I'm like like the the fucking hi hats on that song, like the open highs. Is what stands out to me. It's like yeah. that's, that's like the feature of the beat. You know, joint is hard. I'm trying to think of other ones. I couldn't think of any other ones. I was thinking like, uh, uh, like, uh, what's that song on the Mesa album with DMX? They want to shout. I'ma break yours. They run their mouth. They gonna take yours. All the world up town. Like I think like DMX hooks are the shit. Like no, like that was when DMX was popping and Mace just had him do a hook. That was my shit of Harlem World. I love it. <laughs> That was another one I hated in the moment, but I kind of like secretly loved it. But I was like, I yeah. can't know people think I like this shit. There's so there's so many good ones. Uh, it's very hard. I mean, like Wu Tang, it could be responsible for just like their own episode. Yeah. That's, that's like a yeah. wing in, in, in between like shadow boxing and like the odd couple and like this just all the rain. Two sixty, yeah. Just all mm-hmm. the rain ghost ones, but yeah, the shadow boxing, shadow meth first chef, all those. Cra- oh yeah, MGM meth first chef. Wow, yeah, you just go, you could go crazy on just like a Wu Tang list. That, but like the new, the new era too. Like I, I could go. One of the reasons why I really like the whole like West Side Gun, Conway, Rock, Action, Willie the Kid, mm-hmm. you know, like that whole world. Mm-hmm. Like they're all doing songs with each other now always and oh, yeah. like there's so there's classic willie and rock oh totally. action and rock and ito and you know whatever and conway and this and west on gun and this person yep. con- currency is even in the mix now like yep. it's like i just love how that like that scene has like kind of gravitated to each other and they're like collaborating a lot there's a bunch yeah. of nice duets off off that's from that True. scene too you okay. know um you mentioned Ray West. I'm a fan of of your friend. Oh, he's the best. Ray West. In fact, if yeah, he, he ever really hears cool. this, I would love to work with him one day. But um, it's funny. I was texting him about you earlier. So there you oh, go. Oh, really? Oh, that's yeah, amazing. Yeah. I'm, I'm one of my favorite songs of the past ten years is um, uh, the Red Apple Kings. Uh, yep. With um with Rock and AG. Yep. Oh. Yo, that joint. Oh my god. That's another one that's you, like that's that like that sh- one plus one move that I'm like always yes. looking for. Um, the genius of that song is like all the shit that rock does now where it's like wavy pimpy shit where there's not a lot of hard drums yeah he could do that with, with ray but ray just has like the big he's got the, the big drum. drums on it you know what i mean but a lot of space a lot of melody yeah. so ray ray west i'm sorry it's like so rare that i get to talk to like like-minded hip-hop people mm-hmm. like for real but Ray West was like involved early on with rock, right? He he recorded Marsburg, yeah. He did, right? Yeah, because yeah. I did the making of Mar- Marsburg a long time ago, and I remember his name coming up a lot. Yep. Um, yeah, as being like an He's, integral part of that. Yeah. Yo, he he is. I mean, we've we've had him on the show, and me and him were talking a lot before we did our record and afterwards. And finishing up our new album now. Um, oh, dope! I can't wait to hear that. He's the shit. He's he's genuinely like one of the most positive humble like happy people i've ever met in rap and he when i was asking about marsburg the on the part on marsburg where he's like yo man fucking cops pulled me over like that shit happened yeah like, that wasn't a skit 
Like, oh, yeah. They, I re- they did that shit. <laughs> I remember hearing the story. I think it's in the article somewhere. I yes. remember hearing about that. That's yeah. crazy. Yo, he's... I'm, I'm actually... T- it's funny. I was texting right now. He's, yeah, he's a shit. Yeah, he's dope. He's dope. I'm a fan. Um, yeah, there's there's so many, man. There's so many. I, I, the, the whole Droog... Um, then there's like you could just do a one on like albums now because people are just doing albums together. The whole yes. Droog and uh God Fahim album is my favorite. Shit out. That's my favorite shit out right now. Really? I love it. Oh, I love it. I love it because I like how both those guys rhyme mm. and um, and I just I love like the beats that the loops and the beats that they pick on that. Out. That's mm. just my lane. That's, yeah, that's That's my current pick of the uh, uh for the for the listeners out there. Nice. Yeah, for a, dope, for a dope duet, full project. Uh, Ray just said he's gonna check your album out. Bomb. There oh, you go. cool. Thank you. He said respect. Thank you. I appreciate he said respect, it. bro. Uh, he's the coolest. Respect. Nah, he's Shouts the man. I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, le- I'm a legit fan. That that one song is. Uh, like, wow, that's uh, amazing. That 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 whole Love New York record, man. Oh my yeah. god. The shit, the shit. Legacy with him and OC at the beginning of that record. Oof. Is perhaps got, one of my favorite things that OC has ever done. Him, he go has the best that. chemistry with OC. Dude, yeah. Ray, Ray and oh, yeah, OC, their own together. shit. Ray and AG, yeah. their AG own AG shit. AG as well, yeah. Ray and Rock Mars, their own shit. Like, Wait, did he just he just did an album with, with AG, right? He's done a no, few, I think. He did. AG, no, right? well, he just did another one called New York Love where it's um, he has AG all and Ray West, York, right? It, yeah, yeah. But the, the new one's called um, New, yeah, York, new York Love where it's all love songs. Follow so the drip. That's yep. what it is. Follow the drip. The song "Follow the Drip." Fire. Yeah. So then he has like beat. he's got Sadat on there. He's got uh, El Fudge, Dooley O. Yeah. Yeah. OC Nelson and then and Nelson Dialect, Alaska's homie. Yeah. Yeah. That shit is that shit is stunning. That's a cool fucking record, man. He he kind of tossed that out like end yeah. of last year. Well, you kind of curious year. up on that shit, like El Fudge. Yo. No way. Curious is on that. Did I miss yeah. that? Mm-hmm. Uh, on the old one, the one from 2015. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, I was gonna yeah. say. Yeah, that one's a shit. It's been a good one, man. Well, this yeah. has been this has been some fun, man. We we needed some fun episode, man. We need a cash yeah, to come through, come off the DL, pitch one third of an inning, go right back on a fucking DL, that like Jamie awesome. Boyer, or some yeah. shit, some old ass man. <laughs> Yo, man, guys, like, I gotta say, man, I don't get to like sit back and like I just said, like talk talk hip-hop with with like-minded guys like you and, and, and you too Thanks, and bro. um you know man this has really been a pleasure and an honor i really yeah, appreciate man, you guys you having us. me on shit yeah. you should yo our, our group chat nice started fellow westchester head in the house <laughs> you know our our rap group chat start like at 7 a.m every day so if you wanted yeah. that you let me know this is yeah no i see like you guys thing. i see you on twitter early i'm always like yes Yes. Someone, yes. someone's active talking about how good uh, Mighty Healthy is. Of course, I can, <laughs> I can get with this. Of course, like what? What the fuck else are we talking about on this show? Yeah. You know what I mean? Hey, where can we rank Maxine in the greatest duets of all time? Yeah, see, Maxine, Maxine deserves a shout, and it probably doesn't get enough love. But no. if, if I if I had to go like Ray Ghost duets. Mm. That wouldn't. I don't know if that'd be in my top five, and it's that, wow. and it's still amazing. It's no, amazing. Shouts to, to Scorsese when, when we did our Raekwon episode, "The Lineage of Greatness." Scorsese noted how, on that song, Raekwon points out, "Ghost just killed some dude." They're on the run, and Ray's like, "Hold on, let me let me iron my shirt and find my kicks first before we go." <laughs> That's amazing. Run. 
Wait, but that's not Maxine. That's Shaky Dog, right? No, no, that's Maxine. Yeah. No, Maxine's. Oh no, wait, is that the Hilton? The, um, wait, that's the Hilton. I have a the Hilton, right? Yeah. The Hilton oh, is the Hilton. fucking amazing. Oh, the Hilton's another one. I might be mixing them up. Ma- Maxine yeah. is the first. Maxine's song the one where um Pam tore his ass up. Yeah. 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 Slipped on Clarence Biggie Smalls record. Yep. Little girl Ray, she threw out the Ray window. Ray and brother said, "Word." Yeah. What's the one that's like Ray ran hysterically? Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's the. I think that's the. I think that's the Hilton. Yeah, yeah, yeah that might be the Hilton. Too like fucking. They're both good songs. though. Yeah, but <laughs> but there's so much. They have so many. Like you get, you can't rank down above heaven and hell. You know uh, what I mean? I couldn't. Mm, I couldn't. I think rainy, rainy days might be number one. Yeah, oh, ran, yeah, I, I'm, yeah. Rainy days is. I mean, there's so many. Can it be? I mean, there's so many. Can it be? There's a, there's, God. And then damn. you get, and then you get into what's the Supreme clientele one that was like the single. Um, that's like Apollo Kids. Apollo Kids. Kids. I don't really rank that because like, I feel like Ray's verse is just kind of tacked on for nostalgia. Yeah. He's is not it? really like he's not really important on that song. Oh, really? I picture them. Both I don't know. Having more prominent roles. Maybe I miss. I feel like they just kind of tack them on at the end. Not remembering like, appropriately. I feel like it's like a ghost song and like Ray just kind of, oh, here's Ray. But it's not right. like, yo, it's Ray and Ghost. That's funny. Doing I, it. Does I that don't make sense? remember it like that, but you're probably right. I don't know. That's just how yeah. I've always viewed it. Even back in the moment, I was like, ah, that's nice. They kind of threw him on because yeah. Ghost isn't on uh, Mobilarity. Yeah. He oh, yeah on he's one not, song, maybe. Yeah, you're right. Definitely dodged that ball. Oof. Yeah. He heard him beats. He's like, ah, I'm busy. Uh, I, you know, I, I got to go pick up the kids. I'll be back. It just fucking never mm-hmm. came back to the studio. That's hilarious. Where should I home? Well, boys, it's been a fucking blast. We're yeah, lucky yeah, to came through and get out a couple lefties. We brought in the lefty to get out the lefty on lefty matchup. We're um, we're trying to pivot this year to do more baseball talk. Actually, as we I'm start a lefty. Look at I'm that, a, boom! I'm you always a have a job if you're a lefty in baseball. You always have a job, like Paul Ossenmacher. Yeah, I haven't heard that name. They would bring him in to face Griffey, and he would throw the fucking eighty mile an hour changeup and get him every time. Wow, I haven't heard that name in so long. Yo, he had a gray beard when he was like twenty. Paul Asimacher, shout out to him. That's hilarious. Shout out to Paul Asimacher. So we're doing our thing. So we got Stan Ip to uh, tell people where they can grab the new record. Check it out. Beside Bandcamp, uh, album of the year, whatever. Yeah, uh, Stan Ip gets dope. Uh, the record's called uh, Big Ip Don't Play. It's uh, it's only on Bandcamp, but I got a few singles on on streaming. Uh, dope, Big Ip Don't Play, Ninth Inning, mm-hmm. and and Lampin', um, which is a which is kind of a fun one. I hope I hope you guys like it. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, man, I appreciate you guys having me on. I'm I'm excited to have new music out and it being like it lightly embraced. I haven't been pushing it super hard, right? But um, I did want it to get out there. And yeah, the Bandcamp look today was nice. And and yeah, it's just nice to be on here talking hip hop. I know we've been going back and forth about doing the show for a while. I was like, now's the time. Yeah. I would love to love, love to be here, man. It's, it's I think we got a good topic, one close to my heart. So I really appreciate you guys bringing me on, man. It's, uh, it's nice, and I hope I hope we get to link up in the future on other things too. I'd love to, and and you're giving me a lot of inspiration for my my, my large pro gray beard coming in. I'm I'm all about it. Yeah, mine's, mine's mine mine came in. I can't hold back. Yeah. I, my shaving is off from the from the pandemic. <laughs> your your beard is next level, but yeah, normally my shit isn't this long. Well, I, I I I sponsor it. I co-sign that one. Yeah, and yo, I've got to throw one more plug out there. Yeah, go for it. Which is because you know I am a writer too, and um, I wrote this kids book, um, mm-hmm. and it's for like elementary school readers. It's called My Name Is Spit. 
and um it's available on amazon but to all like the rap dads and rap moms out there yes. that listen to this show i know mm -hmm. that's a, a core demo for for this uh podcast um if you have kids that are like you know getting into reading for the first time or like in elementary school they they like hip-hop like you do or they just like music or they want a, a book that inspires them to kind of break out of their shell or be creative um I, you know, I, I'm really proud of it. And it's something that I just want more people to read. It's available on Amazon, again, called My Name is Spitz, the story of like a fourth grade kid who kind of discovers hip hop um, after going awesome. to a program at the Boys and Girls Club, which is a place I used to work. And, um, That's awesome. and yeah, man, it's super fun. There's 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 rhymes in it. There's stories about how to be, be your own rapper, come up with your own rap name, write your first song, performing, all that stuff. And That's um, crazy. anyway, I, I'd love for uh, more people to check it out. So anyone out there with young readers in your house. That's awesome, um, man. Check it out. It's called My Name is Spit by Daniel Eisenberg with a bang. Uh, yeah. yeah. Boom. We'll link thank to you. It thank you for letting me. Thank you for letting me plug that. I appreciate it. Yeah. Talk your shit. We'll, we'll link to it in the in the episode notes. Oh, that's amazing. And, oh, yeah. Thank yeah. you. Dude, that's fire. Yeah, this this is going to be good because my, my son is like uh, really big on like he loves buying books and we have so many fucking books to read. And he got a book from another person that that does rap music, and he was like, "I hate this book." <laughs> he was yeah. like, "I hate it." Yeah. And I was no. like, "He's like, how old your son? Five. He's five. He's five. Yes. he's five. Yeah, he's a he's a little on the young tip, but I'm still okay. gonna send you one." Oh, um, look at you! Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you just give me your address. I'll send you one. I will shoot it. Tim, you got kids? You got you got? You yeah, got I got a, I got a daughter. How old is she? She's ten. She's ten. All right, you you're getting one too. I right, send send you guys out. I think you were you were bookending kind of the age bracket for this book. Cool. Yeah, young, it's the young readers, but anyone kind of elementary school, I think it'll work. But I'll send That's you guys out. Of, send you guys out a copy. But thanks for checking cool. it out. Anytime. Yeah, pre appreciate it, man. This the show is dope, man. Keep doing thanks, what you guys. Yeah, thank doing. you for joining us. We got thank you. you. All right, it's a great time. We're gonna wrap it up like this. I'll call out culture, brought to you by. The rosin bag, the official sponsor of the last segment. <laughs> Is that a brand? I don't know. So thanks to Stand Up because thanks to Castro popping in. Me and Alaska holding it down. Great rap duo. We a great rap duo. This is our feature. Great rap duo on it. You know, boom. This is what we do. Cargo Colts record. Also available only on Bandcamp. People yeah. still copping the digital, man. That's what's up. CDs been sold out for five months, but you know, yeah. you're digital on. We respect that. That's the uh, thing. Yeah, man. And then Midnight Suns Vinyl, I'm holding the second variant, finally in hand. It's available nice. to people, the black and gray joint. Probably about, I'm guessing, maybe 40 copies left. The other one sold out, the green and yellow. They're out of here. And uh, that's about it, man. That's all we got to pimp. Finishing up um, me and Ray Rest album right now. Got some assignments for all the rap friends. So if you got to email yeah, from me, you first. do your job. Yeah, you. Especially you. Yeah. Do that yeah. shit. And then uh, we'll have that coming out. And then... Uh, I don't know. We'll ask you. You got nothing to plug as usual. I cargo cults and I start my semester tomorrow. Oh, so not much yeah. more. Not, not a lot of contributions. Yeah. We got the stand-up record out there kicking ass, and it's about it, man. So cool. thanks for everybody for checking us out. If you want to join the Patreon, Patreon's backslash culture, I believe it is. And uh, we're going to be doing a, a live listening party for our Patreon subscribers. Maybe yeah. this week. Maybe next very yeah, very, let's very do it next week this week's a little crazy yeah so if you, if you fuck with us you get to hear all the new songs all of us are doing way in advance yeah exclusive demo power hour correct huh? on top of you know leaks from songs and outtakes and fucking discounts and bonus 
parts of episodes you, that we don't air on on Apple or Spotify and all these people. So yeah, be a patron. Fuck with us, man. 2021, Fallout Culture. We're here. We're done. Uh, fellas, have a great evening. Uh, you too. You guys are going to get the rosin back going. Thanks again, guys. Peace. Take care.